play on Hit Inject. Hello, everybody. Welcome to the Hit Eject Podcast. I'm Thomas. That's Mercedes. And today we are going to be talking about Spider-Man No Way Home. And and before we actually get into it, know that this will be a spoiler talk. We are going to be talking about spoilers. We're going to be talking about plot. We're going to be talking about characters, everything like that. I didn't make any notes for this movie, but I know that I have a lot to talk about and I'm super excited to do the talking. What about you, Mercedes? Are you excited? Yes. (laughs) <laughs> yes, <laughs> I did ask you a yes or no question, and that made the <laughs> that, that made the conversation a little lackluster. But that's okay. <laughs> uh, to be fair, also I never you're you're definitely way more into it because you've probably watched all the Spider Man movies and know a lot more about them. I think I've seen all the Toby ones. Yeah, but I've not seen all the other ones. Okay, besides Tom's, I've seen all the Tom's. Too. So you skipped an- all over Andrew Garfield's. I watch what Tony makes me watch, and I just can't remember if I've seen his or not. But isn't that the one with Emma in it? Yes, Emma Stone. And I and I know I've watched the one with her in it. I just can't like. Okay, collect. but that's okay. That's okay. I'm actually rewatching them with my daughter and my wife right now. Every nice. night we've been watching a little bit. Like, uh, if we have time to watch the whole thing, we'll watch the whole thing. But if not, we'll just watch half of it and then watch the next half the next day. Um, it's been really nice. We watched one and two and three. So the original trilogy and now we're on the amazing Spider-Man, the first one, and we're really enjoying it. And Crystalline's actually really enjoying it as well. And it makes me really happy. She's like, I want to watch the next Spider-Man. And I'm like, yeah, she got, yeah. Li- she got a little confused that the actors changed up after the third movie. Cause she was like, uh, I've been following these people for three movies. Yeah. I understand. Yeah, like, babe. Dad, what happened? What happened? <laughs> she was like, wait, but then she saw Emma Stone as Gwen Stacy. And she said, that's Gwen. I said it is because <laughs> she's also seen into the Spider-Verse. So she knows that Gwen is the blonde girl. So it, that helped her. Good. And also Gwen Look Stacy was also in part of the third movie as well with Tobey Maguire. So there's Isn't it that. nice to make your your kids like your best friends. Yes. Crystalline told me the other day that we're twins. <laughs> she said, we like the same things, dad. I was like, yeah, <laughs> I did that on purpose. Thanks. <laughs> yep. Appreciate it. You like my favorite Power Rangers TV show. You like my favorite comic book character. We're good. <laughs> um. So before we actually get into the discussion of Spider-Man No Way Home, know that this was actually recorded after the Christmas episode that we did. We did Elf the movie. Um, So if there's any discussion about, oh, we said that last time it was actually it's actually coming in after this one. (laughs) So I know it gets a little confusing, but we'll try not to um, talk too much about um, uh the past podcast, except for the fact that there is a connection between Spider-Man No Way Home and Elf. And and that connection is that John Favreau, the director of Elf, is happy in the Marvel Cinematic Universe. So he is actually in this movie. We talked about that in the Elf podcast as well. If you hear any dogs barking, that's Mercedes. Um, it's not Mercedes doing it. It's her dogs. <laughs> um, but we do have two segments to go over before we actually get into the meat and potatoes of the podcast. And that is homework. If you don't know what homework is, Mercedes has a list of songs that she gives to me i have a list of songs that i give to her and we pick songs off that list so we can talk about them and kind of review them in a way so mercedes let's kick off homework uh whoa you're all sideways <laughs> your kitty I'm sideways 
No, not anymore. Not anymore. You're oh, he stepped on it, didn't he? Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> it moved. It went <laughs> I, I, I didn't. I was like, my camera's still up. I don't know. Yeah, that was weird. No, normally, they're like, they knock the camera fucking off. I see her tail. They're protecting. That's what yeah. they're out there doing. My That's poor okay. neighbors are like, fuck these dogs. Yeah. And the people oh, in the comment Lord. section are going to be like, fuck these dogs. Fuck these dogs. <laughs> if, uh, if you made it this far into the podcast, put in the comments below, fuck these dogs. Fuck these dogs. <laughs> <laughs> Out of context and everything. Don't give any context, okay? <laughs> this is the earliest we ever said put in the comments below. So I know, so they better fucking have made it five minutes in. Goddamn. And, oh, um, if you can't tell, this is not a child's podcast. We do cuss in this show. We do say some bad words. We say some explicit content sometimes. So if you do not feel comfortable watching or listening... Get off now. If you're a parent and you're you're trying to decide if your kids could watch it, let them fucking watch it. Shit. Let now, let's go. Shit. <laughs> let's go. <laughs> All right. I did Screen by 21 Pilots. Screen. Okay. Screen. Yeah. And I might actually, I think I'm going to add that one to my playlist. <gasps> These, I did kind of listen to them both within 10 minutes before the podcast. So I didn't get to listen to this one or the last one um, multiple times or anything. Same. Um, but I did really like the like the more rap part or like the flow where he's like, I, I don't have a good flow. Yeah. <laughs> you know, <laughs> I really like that part. And then um, is, I like is, is screen. Sorry, I'm, I'm a big 21. Pi- I'm a big 21 Pilots fan, but sometimes I forget which raps are in which songs unless I'm actually listening to the song. That's the I one with that. the vertical locomotive, right? I think so. In the picture in my dream, a dream, the sky. Locomotive, my motives are insane. Mm-hmm. My flow's not great. Okay, yeah, mm-hmm. okay, we're good. <laughs> oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, because you um, just said that. <laughs> <laughs> so I like that part of it. And then I'm big on the backgrounds of songs, which I don't know why. I think maybe I, I actually was thinking about this the other day. But because I used to dance, that I think I'm used to having to hear certain beats or like certain things. And that's why I always listen to the background more than the words. Yeah. Um, But... And, and also because I feel like sometimes in the music, people do random shit for songs. Like, yeah. like in a pot or like squeak yep. a fucking rubber chicken or something. And you know, that interests <laughs> me a lot. AJR um, is definitely one of those people that yeah. do that. AJR, John Bellion. If you like that kind of stuff, listen to their music. It'll be so all over I the place. But um, in the back, it's kind of squeaky. And to me, it sounds like they're like going like on a window cleaning it. And they're like, it's great, it's great. Oh, really? <laughs> <laughs> I've never and noticed like that, that before. <laughs> I need to re-listen to it and see if I hear it. Um, yeah, so that this was is, my take from there. This is my favorite. This is off of my favorite album, Vessel by 21 Pilots. Um, I really, really love Vessel. 21 Pilots is my favorite band. I've said that in podcasts before. I really love their style and their style always changes up as well. So it's kind of weird. But Vessel is my favorite album out of the listing. And that, that came back out and or that came out back in 2013. And I learned about them in 2014. Um, no, I learned about them in 2013 as well. But either way, um, they are awesome. They've been a big part of my life since high school, and they still continue making amazing music, even scaled and icy. That might be a hot take, but I love it. So, boom! There we go. Um, The song that I listened to, Mercedes, that was off of your list, which I need more songs. I think I only have, like, one more. Oh, I've got plenty. Okay. Okay, how many more do you have of mine? Do you still have a lot? Are you good? I got one, two, three, four. I have five more. Okay, good. So it's up to you. We got, I got Girl Crush by Harry Styles. 
Um, the it's Harry a good song originally too. That's just the one I had on my playlist. It was the Harry Styles version originally by Little Big Town. You said that you didn't know who the original was, so I just looked it up. It was Little Big Town. That's the country artist. It's about this person who says that they have a girl crush because their significant other cheated on her them with this girl. So she's like, I have a girl crush because you, your lips taste like the person that I'm with and all that kind of stuff. So it's sad. Uh, this is a, a, a very minimalistic acoustic version. There's only guitar in this, in the Harry Styles version. It's very, um, it's very emotional. Like I said, he's very good at making songs his own. I've said that in reaction videos in the past from Harry Styles. I do. I've done a lot of Harry Styles videos in the past. And one of the biggest things is he's very good at just creating his own vibe, whether it's his own songs or his covers. Random, but on one of his concerts in New York, he Madison Square Garden, Harry Ween, if you Google that, he did Toxic by Britney Spears, and that was a pretty, like, it, it only has the live version, but I like his version of it, too. It <laughs> I can imagine. Right? He's wearing, like, a clown costume. It's great. <laughs> um, but with the song from, and I mean, it's the lyrics, so not on Harry Styles' part, but I also like how, you know, when... In real life, when your significant other cheats, I feel like 90% of the time, everyone's like, fuck that girl or that guy. Yeah, cheat on. Like, especially in movies. Mm-hmm. But yeah. like, most of the time, not always, that person doesn't even know that you yep. exist. And so you're supposed to be hating your your man's or your woman. And even and if they the did, it's still your significant other's fault for yes, doing it in the first place. they chose to do it. I, I mean, if the other person knows that, like, you exist, then yeah, like, fuck them both. And yeah, exactly. you know? But not in but, the good way. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Don't, don't, don't. don't fuck them both, okay? <laughs> but that's why I kind of like the song, because she's, like, not hating on the person that, got, that she cheated on with. She's like, I want your long blonde hair. I want your... Your touch, your this, like, yeah. I have a crush on you. But honestly, like, instead of hating on him, I don't understand why you would want to be that person that that's making out with your significant other. I think Can, it's more of an insecurity thing because, say, you have brown hair and you're, yeah. you know, your boyfriend's like, I always, I love like you this and better. I love brown. You know how long I've had blonde hair because one time <laughs> Tony said to me. I like girls who are blonde, but dated. Oh, <laughs> oh <laughs> so that's reassuring. But no, so you know what I'm saying? Like girls will do anything to to listen. Like you know, I will be whatever it is that you fucking want. <laughs> yep. <laughs> I. Uh... So that's why she's probably like the opposite of the girl that he cheated on with, and so she's like, "Well, I want to be skinny and big boobed and blonde hair, and not me." <laughs> oh yeah. I feel like I hate me too. Anyway, <laughs> would you rather questions? <laughs> we are going to get in some would you rather questions. There's going to be five would you rather questions before we actually get onto the topic for No Way Home. Would you rather be protected by army of Iron Men or sorcerers? I'm sorry, but Doctor Strange is my favorite. So Do- Doctor Strange has this ability to know the outcome of every situation ever. So if there's a whole bunch of him. There's no way Iron Man would be able to. Compete. Also, if I could be any superhero, I would be like part a of wizard. the wizard. So, yeah. <laughs> okay. I also just like magic and shit. Yeah, I love fucking Harry Potter. So, <laughs> I feel like that's just in my blood. Plus, technology can always fail. Yeah, know. that's true. Magic, that's true. Like, what you gonna do? You gonna take away my circle ring? No, you're at least at least the MCU version of Iron Man and a bunch of, like if there was a bunch of Iron Men, which there technically was in Iron Man three. There's a whole bunch of suits going at it. If there's a whole bunch of suits 
against a bunch of Doctor Stranges, I think Doctor Strange would be able to get it out of the bag because that get it in the bag because um, he'd be able just to teleport them somewhere else and then right. hey, now what are you gonna do? I mean, sp- like on Spider Man No Way Home when they go into the mirror world or whatever the the mirror universe or whatever the hell it's called, and mm-hmm. then then he gets trapped there and it takes some hours to get back out because he's got to figure out how to get out. Iron Man would never be able to get fucking out of there. You know? Yeah, so, I mean, honestly, Spider-Man got lucky being like, I know geometry. Yeah. <laughs> Excuse well, me? Well, so does Iron Man. So in that point, he would, but I, I guess, don't think... Yeah, if, but he doesn't if have he, the webs to pull it. Yeah, if he, he got, everything? if he actually got trapped there without Doctor Strange, I don't think that he would have been able to get out. Like, if Doctor mm-hmm. Strange would have left, I don't yeah. think there would have been a way. Okay, yeah, this isn't a, this isn't a Marvel question, but it's here. Oh, and this is from PlayPartyPlan.com. I just want to uh, give a shout out to who made these uh, "Would You Rather" questions. Would you rather? I don't know why this is on the. Uh, would you rather eat a hot dog with mayonnaise or ketchup? <laughs> I don't know why this is part of a Marvel uh, "Would You Rather" question, but maybe because they eat hot dogs. You know oh, how yeah. Stark is always eating. Yeah. Um, Oh, I mean, if it's just one, I'd rather do ketchup. But to be honest, a lot of times I mix ketchup and mayonnaise. Yes, me too. (laughs) People think that it's strange that that I would want to put mayonnaise on a hot dog, but there there's nothing wrong with mayonnaise on a hot dog. Like with ketchup as well. Like, mmm, perfect. Like a like a like a Whopper. I know this is a cheeseburger, but Whoppers. If there's not enough mayonnaise and ketchup on it, I don't like it. But but Whoppers are my favorite as long as it has the right condiments in the right area because yeah it's good because mustard i'm not the biggest fan of i'll eat mustard occasionally but like i'm would much rather have mayonnaise and ketchup that's me mix them all just but i'd rather just have ketchup by itself i don't think i'd want mayonnaise by itself itself. yeah Yeah. i agree (laughs) yeah would you rather be able to control minds like wanda or control feelings like mantis and that's from um guardians of the galaxy i would rather yeah the yeah I would rather control minds. The you 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 have a deep dark secret. You're in love with her, and he <laughs> said, oh, Drax goes, ha, 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 she just told your deepest darkest secret." <laughs> but I'd rather. Drax have- is so funny to me. <laughs> <He> is- <laughs> and his laugh because he doesn't laugh a lot. So Wait, he does, where is like, Gamora? Who is Gamora? What is what Gamora? Is Gamora? <laughs> Oh goodness! You know, uh, minds. I control minds. I'd rather control minds as well. Um, I, Wanda just is really awesome. I love telekinesis in the first place. Chronicle is one of my favorite movies of all time, and it's about people with telekinesis and being able to move move things with their mind and move themselves with their mind. So even if I wasn't mm-hmm. able to control somebody's body, I don't know why I'm talking so fast. But even if I wasn't able to control somebody's mind, I would just love to control things and throw things around with my mind. That would be awesome. Would you rather watch old movies with Peter Parker or take archery lessons with Clint Barton? Oh my god, that would be awesome. Watching why would you want to why couldn't I learn how to web swing or something with Peter Parker? I think that's more for the girls or something. They're like, fuck yeah, Tom Holland. Would, would you rather put your hand on Tom Holland's leg? I mean, yeah, I would. <laughs> if that <laughs> Hello? Leave it. No. She's talking to her dogs. My dogs are German shepherds and it is in their blood to herd animals and they always try to herd my cats. So then my cat jumps in the cat tree and they just surround her and they're like, we got you now, bitch. Um, 
I think I'd rather have archery lessons with Clint Barton, like in I the new Hawkeye TV fun. show. Have Have you watched any of the new Hawkeye TV show? No, but is it on Disney Plus yet? Yes, it is. Okay, so I saw on Hulu yesterday on one of the commercials. It was like coming soon, like this month, and I just hadn't looked to see if they were on because there's also a couple other movies I want to watch yeah. that are on it. I think all six episodes are out now. I've only watched the first three with Kayla, um, but it's very good. Haley Steinfeld's in it, and she's amazing. I love her. I I watched her originally in Pitch Perfect Two, I believe it was Pitch Perfect Two, um, and she is absolutely amazing and hot. So I would also <laughs> rather do the art thing but i've also always liked hunger games and i always thought it'd be cool to be oh like, yeah <laughs> there's actually a katniss everdeen joke in hawkeye in the in, really? the in the second episode it's pretty funny um would you rather have thor's in-game body <laughs> like, is that what? when he's fat <laughs> yeah would he rather have his body or mantis's antennas antennas aren't bad yeah i think the antennas. well yeah um would the antennas give you the power of the little mind reading thing, or is it just having antennas? Are we bugs? Insects? Just have Are antennas. we spiders? They don't have, they're spiders? not insects. They're not insects or have antennas, but I wanted to try to segue into Spider Man No Way Home. Okay. Again, spoiler warning, everybody who's here right now on the podcast. If you don't want to hear spoilers of Spider Man No Way Home, you are, you, 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 you know what I'm saying? You, 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 Soldier Boy, tell him. Got a new dance for y'all called the Soldier Boy. You, got back unless, oh, Soldier Boy, I've been to, oh, speaking of songs and events that happened when we were in. In middle school um spider-man has been a big part of my life since growing up with the toby mcguire spider-man even the andrew garfield spider-man and the new tom holland spider-man as well as cartoons and video games and all that kind of stuff spider-man's been a big part of my life all growing up um power rangers was always my favorite tv show i love the the masks spandex i guess but spider-man has always been like my favorite actual like superhero i love the color scheme the red and blue um most of his suits are the red and blue style at least the the most famous ones anyways and that that color scheme's just always gotten to me and it was funny because 21 pilots original color scheme was also red and blue so having my favorite band and my favorite superhero being the same color scheme i'm like yeah we're, we're a match made in heaven you know what i'm saying <laughs> so the budget of this movie um, was two hundred million dollars. Guess how much yeah, money? There's world hunger. Wait, wait. <laughs> Guess how much money this movie made in the first weekend from Thursday to Sunday, worldwide. Is it billions? No, it's not billions. Okay. The the most money any movie's ever made is over a little over two billion dollars. So if that's in any context. I'm gonna go with and this is, is millions. For, it is millions, yes. <laughs> okay. <laughs> You're doing bad. <laughs> Four million. Okay. It was two hundred million to make. It already made six hundred point nine million dollars just in the first weekend. Most movies don't even hit six hundred million in the whole time it's in the box office. Um and I partake I partook in that. I partook my money. It, it's the second highest grossing weekend of all time, right behind Endgame. Yeah, I figured the ones that have everybody would probably be up there. Um, it's a sequel to Spider-Man Homecoming. 
Spider uh, and Spider-Man Far From Home. It's a little confusing that Far From Home and No Way Home are such a close <laughs> uh, I similarity. Hate it. I they all just say home. I'm like it's it's I'm it's the home trilogy. Home. <laughs> it's the home trilogy. But originally, this MCU Spider-Man was in uh, Captain America: Civil War. It was a really awesome uh, feel having Spider-Man in the MCU, and he's been there ever since. Mm-hmm. And so they're giving they gave him his own storylines in Homecoming. He was under Iron Man in. Uh, far from home it was after iron man died and he's trying to figure out how to do it without him because he was his he was his he was his person he was the person that was helping him he was basically like a dad figure in a way he was the superhero dad figure um and And he always saved him and protected him yeah and jake gyllenhaal was in this movie in far from home and in Far From Home, he was the bad guy, but he was pretending that he was always a good guy. So uh, he was Mysterio. He was always good, and he was able to create these different like images and different worlds just by playing mind games, basically. And he had this Stark tech and all that kind of stuff, but... Spider-Man, Peter Parker, had to fight Mysterio. And then it came to the, the point where Mysterio was dying and told the world that Peter Parker was Spider-Man. And so that's where we are. They think Mysterio is a hero and he wasn't actually the villain here. But Peter Parker got, you know, unleashed to the world that he was Spider-Man. And so he, in this movie, has to kind of deal with the fact that everybody knows who he is and thinks that he's an evil menace. So, Mercedes, what do you want to say about this movie? You want to give a little description about the movie before we Honestly, head into I it? I hated that the most. So it made me so angry. It was like, how can you? How can you be mad at Spider Man? Why? Right. <laughs> What's wrong with you? Well, the thing is, so many people think so positively about him. So you would think that they'd be they'd like, be like uh, no, no. At least most people would be like, wait, are you sure, Mysterio? Yeah, like- if he's like, done good things every other time. Yeah, and he saved my life. I'm sure he saved a whole bunch and of people in, in New Avengers. York. And he's in <laughs> Avengers. I doubt he tried to. Well, whatever. Yeah. So there's that. Um. So. <laughs> <laughs> and you don't have to be spoiler free. But it would be cool if we talked about some special guest a little bit later. Wink, wink. <laughs> okay, yeah, and then I guess I'll talk about my other random bit later. Then too, okay. but so, <laughs> um, so everyone like knows who he is, and so they start like following Peter everywhere. Like they know where he lives. So then he has to get his aunt, and they can't stay at his house anymore. And um, his friends MJ and Ned can't really you know, like go home because they're, they're putting their family at risk because it's the best friend and the girlfriend of Spider-Man. So they're getting followed everywhere and questioned by like paparazzi and um, things like that. So it's making it hard for everybody. Um, and, you know, Peter just wants to protect his family and it. So they're really nervous. So they all go to Happy's because um, Happy has Stark technology protecting his house. Happy Hogan. Um, Happy Hogan, even though May and Happy um, <clears throat> broke up. Yeah, they broke up at the beginning of the movie. And okay, so what's really hilarious about that to me is that he he gets, you know, people are following him or whatever. And him and Zendaya or MJ are fly or her swing to Aunt May's house. And Happy is like, yeah, we broke up. And he was like, uh, wait, we need to talk about this. And then MJ's <laughs> like, no. 
Peter, look behind you. Like they were on the TV uh, with with the the news or whatever. The news was on the apartment, and but all he cared about at that time, even though every part of the world it seemed like despised him for that very second, he's like, no, we got to make sure this works. Mm-hmm. <laughs> like y'all make each other happy. <laughs> happy. <Yeah. laughs> um. But so they all go there, and. I don't really remember the beginning of the movie a little. Oh, oh, oh. So then Peter <laughs> goes <laughs> to Doctor Strange because he's magic. And he's like, well, Doctor Strange can do things to help me out. So he goes there and um, asks him to kind of like you know do his magic shit and just make everyone forget that Peter Parker is Spider-Man. But in the middle of him casting his spell, which Juan is now in charge since Doctor Strange was gone for five years um and is like head sorcerer and he's a kind of against it but he's like you know what just leave me out of it i didn't see anything and he leaves so dr strange is doing his magic and in the middle of it peter's like but wait let mj remember me but wait and may and happy and ned and he just kept going and going and so he breaks the spell and it goes chaotic and then dr strange has to contain it and if he doesn't contain it then that's when um, portals start can open. What I really liked about that scene is that, you know, Dr. Strange was definitely trying to help the kid out. You know, he was Mm -hmm. trying to make him happy. He was like, okay, you know what? (laughs) He does need his girlfriend. He does need his friend. And he he is being very annoyed by him, but he's like still shocked that he didn't ask in the first place. Like, yes, anyone you would like to remember or even offer to let the at least all the Avengers remember him. Yeah. Wouldn't you as Dr. Strange at least want to remember (laughs) Spider-Man? It's funny to me because he he mentions it as he's about to make the, 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 the thing he's like, yeah, now everybody's going to forget you. And he's like, Oh wait, what? No. <laughs> so it's really Dr. Strange's fault in all reality. He should have, be- but then they later on he was like, sometimes I forget that I'm dealing with a kid and you're just a kid and all this kind of stuff, which I understand that side of things too. But you would think with anybody, you would be like, okay, everybody's about to forget you and be like, make wait, can I make a list? <laughs> exactly. I also think it's funny how he's like, no, don't call me, sir. Call me Steven. And he's like, no, call me, sir. Yeah, (laughs) that's a little bit weird, but okay. And then he's like, no, you call me, sir. So before this part happens, um, there is there's like allegations against him because they they think he killed Mysterio and all that kind of stuff. So the law is after him and all that kind of all that kind of jazz. So he needs a lawyer. Uh, Spider-Man does. And in the scene where he's talking to a lawyer, it's Charlie Cox as Daredevil from the Marvel TV show on Netflix, yeah, which I've never seen. So I didn't realize it, but Tony said it next to me and I was like, Oh, cool. <laughs> yeah. I mean, that's the only scene he's in, but it's really awesome that he was there and he was just telling happy. He was like, Peter, you're good, but happy. It was used. Uh, St- Stark technology was being used. And so you got to figure out what happened mm-hmm. and you need a good lawyer. And so that was a really cool homage to daredevil. And it showed that he is part of the MCU as well. Um, daredevil originally, I think the the Marvel TV shows on Netflix was originally supposed to be in the MCU, but then they decided to against it a little bit later because it was too dark and gritty or whatever. But now, since they also own 20th Century Fox and they have um, they have X-Men and um, Deadpool and all that kind of stuff as well, they're like, okay, I guess we can't always just be 
kid friendly this, or at yeah. least super kid friendly. <laughs> now, I thought that was a really cool thing, but nobody knows that he's Daredevil. If you if you saw he he grabbed a brick that got thrown in from the window and he was like, "Uh, how do you do that?" Okay. Um so it seems as though that the spell is contained, but then come to find out some of them did slip out. And the first bad guy that we see in this movie is Dr. Octopus. Oh. Yeah. Otto Octavius. <laughs> yeah. Otto is his name. Otto Octavius. Well, well, in the movie. Hello? Sorry. Oh, <laughs> what are you? I'm at gunpoint. It's a can of air, but my dog hates it. And so this is my way to keep her away from the cat. Um, wait, Alfred Molina is his name that plays Otto Octavius. Fun fact, he only was willing to come back if they made him look as young as he did in the movies. Oh, really? Mm hmm. Huh. Another random fun fact, Green Goblin would only come back if he could stay old looking. He wanted to be old and he wanted his original suit, which he did fit in. And he, he wanted to do his own stunts. Octo. Yes, and do his own stunts because he was like, what's the point of being an actor if I can't yeah. do my own stunts? So the 60 something year old guy. On the original Octo suit because he said it looked cool. <laughs> <laughs> That's awesome. Uh, so what's cool about this, it seems like these people that get thrown back is it's when they're they're about to die it seems as though Otto octavius though came a, came from a little bit earlier than that because as soon as he was going to kill or as soon as he died he was actually a good guy at that point Otto octavius is from spider-man 2 so he comes back a bad guy but was a lot easier to change back to a good guy because he it's not like he was a bad guy, but his mm -hmm. arms was controlling him. Which I love to know that because I never knew that. And I don't know if they said that in any of the other movies, but I didn't realize that that's what it was. And they were like, oh, well, no wonder he's so fucking mad. Like he's being controlled by these fucking yep. squid arms. Yep. What happened was the, that that chip that they ended up having to put back into his neck to make him good again. Do you remember when they made that mm -hmm. uh, that contraption to, to put in his neck uh, in the second movie? There was a chip there, but it broke. So after it oh. broke, the tentacles started kind of controlling him instead of him being able to control the arms. Gotcha. And that's that why sense. it was so cool with that nanotech in this movie. He grabbed some of Peter's suit and it came off and went onto his uh, onto his control. arms. That was so cool. And then Peter was like, boom, <laughs> and then yeah, he was able to control like, it. <laughs> So he he Otto Octavius was obviously looking for Peter, and then he realized that this Peter isn't the Peter he was actually looking for. He was I looking for that Peter Parker. That was Spider Man. Peters look like though. Yes. They're like, mm, actually, something's yeah. wrong. He was like, wait, I know Peter Parker. That's not my Peter Parker. Because Doctor Strange later on was like, so in your universe, you have a Peter Parker. That's Spider Man. He said, yeah. He said, is that him? He said, no. <laughs> <laughs> like, okay, makes sense. And then there's a little clip of of Green Goblin going in to sweep uh, Spider-Man. And then he and then they just pop up back into the um, Doctor Strange uh, little layer thing. So mm -hmm. Otto Octavius was put into little uh, uh, captivity. Oh. <laughs> captivity is what I was trying to containment. Uh, so obviously. Um, Willem Dafoe's Green Goblin is still out there and there, there's also other villains that are out as well so it's Peter's job to try to get them so they could send them back essentially 
then they realize that it seems as though these people have to die for their story to to finish up, to wrap mm-hmm. up. And Peter doesn't like that from uh, uh, Doctor Strange because Doctor Strange told him that. He was like, this is their destiny. And he's like, maybe we could change yeah, their destiny. Yeah, because he realized that they were all dead and the other one's like, no, it must be. But, Miss, so, but Aunt May is like, no, be good. There, there is like this massive confrontation between him and Doctor Strange about... Which is so cool and trippy. I love all that. Um... Sorry, uh, I got I got a text message, so I lost train of thought. <laughs> You're bravely. <laughs> um, there is this massive confrontation between Doctor Strange and Peter because Peter thought that doing the right thing would be making these bad guys good again because he doesn't want to kill anybody. He doesn't want to, you know, create more hardship on anybody. If they if he could save them, he'd rather save them. Mm-hmm. Um, and Doctor Strange is, so is like fucking no. nice, by the way. Yeah, but it is. Much. Um, eventually his, his ideas change a little bit, his mindset changes, but then it goes back again. Um, but either way, there is that massive confrontation between Dr. Strange and Spider-Man going into this mirror world because he, he wants to take the box. He said, if he pushes the button on the box, it'll, it'll, it'll turn everything back to the way that it's supposed to be. And Peter's like, well, let's not do that. <laughs> so so he's running away from Doctor Strange and then he he gets him, you know, captured in his mirror world, which is really crazy to me. And yeah, so most people can't fight back to Doctor Strange. Right. And they they figured out, OK, well, we're going to just do this ourselves then Peter and MJ and Ned. And he stole which this is an important part of the movie. He stole this ring that Dr. Strange had and Ned ended up having it, that little bracelet ring thing. But Mm -hmm. before we continue on into the plot of the movie some more, I actually want to talk to you about the actors of the main three, Tom Holland, Zendaya, and wait one second. I always forget. Yeah, I don't know his name. I I always forget Ned's name. Jacob... Battleon, Battleon. Mm-hmm. Uh, his name's Jacob. So Jacob, Zendaya, and Tom. Let's talk about them for a minute. Tell me what you think about their performances, and also tell me what you think about their their characters and their story in the first place. I honestly like the trio. I think it's one of the only reasons I watched Tom's Spider Man movies because I never was really a fan of the Spider Man movies like that. Um, but because of the actors is why I got into it. But I've always just liked Zendaya, to be fair. I also fuck with Zendaya because she gets a lot of shit for being tall. Um, and like actresses have like perfect height is like five three, like Black Widow. She's like the, the ideal actress size. Yeah. So she's been like Zendaya gets oh, has a hard time getting into movies and stuff and just for her race for example because of her hair. Like I know she's gotten denied from a movie because of her hair, which is so dumb. Yep. Um but I also like the relationship of Tom and Zendaya in real life. Like <sighs> them on the red carpet and all that is so cute and he's such a gentleman and they're just very adorable together. And then I do like Ned. I don't know much about him and outside of the movie, but I like his little nerdy character. I don't and either. even though he's a third wheel, he's never really a third wheel and he just they like all oh, yeah. Zendaya will hug Tom and Ned's like, Yeah, okay. <laughs> <laughs> he's just good at including himself, even if he's not actually yeah. included. So I think he's fun. He's adorable. He still seems like he is like the like nerdy, you know, whatever kid in school. So he thrives off being Spider-Man's best friend. And I enjoy that. And I enjoy that, you know, spoiler, he did have a special ability or whatever. Yeah. 
Yeah, which which actually have that's why I mentioned the ring because that's mm-hmm. definitely important for for the but future. I actually was reading something and I don't remember exactly what it was. Something about with the end game, something that happened in that that there's apparently going to be a lot more powerful people that are coming out because of some domino effect kind of thing. So, um, so it's not as shocking. Yeah, it's still cool that it's like the first time we see something like that. It seems like, well, I don't and know. Also because he, like, you know, Dr. Strange had to go search it out and learn it. But like Ned already had the kindness and humbleness or whatever. Of, and remember, you know. he did say that his family told him that there is magic in his family, mm-hmm. you know, from tales or whatever. And it's funny because he tells Dr. Strange because my hands have been tingling. He's like, you should go see your doctor. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> um, Ned, Ned Leeds is is Peter's best friend in this film. And apparently in some iterations of the comics, he becomes the Hobgoblin and the Hobgoblin is, if you remember watching Spider-Man three with Tobey Maguire, um, uh, James Franco's character becomes the Hobgoblin after he finds out that Peter kills, um, Dr. Osborne, his dad. Right, and, I do and remember he, that. And he he gets the uh, like the little skateboard glider and mm-hmm. the little mask or whatever. That was the the Sam Raimi version of the Hobgoblin, which it happens with, um, it happens with Harry and other iterations as well. But Ned ends up becoming the Hobgoblin in one shape, way, or form in the future. And I'm thinking what's going to happen, because obviously we're, we're, we're going to jump ahead a little bit. At the end of the movie, everybody forgets who he is, right? Everyone forgets who Peter is. And I think that if Ned has these special abilities... He'll remember. He's going to... Somehow he's going to remember, but there's going to be something that happens that makes him not like Spider-Man, and so they're going to end up fighting each other. Yeah, Yeah, because he does say multiple times, too, I promise not to turn evil and kill you. Yeah, okay. other guys Weird, but all right. Uh, But I agree that he is a good not third wheel, third wheel. He's always keeping himself involved in the friendship and they're always involving him in the friendship as well. It's not like Zendaya or uh, MJ and Peter are taking a a bigger part of the relationship than Ned is. Yes, Peter Mm -hmm. and MJ are together and that's obvious. They, They have this very good love dynamic, but Ned also is part of that core friend group and they've been part of that. He's been part of Peter's life for a really long time. So obviously that's a really good friend you know that wants yeah. to be around even if they're around their girlfriend all the time or whatever i feel like that's an amazing trio but tom holland and zendaya chess in general like you were saying their 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 chemistry is absolutely fantastic in real life and that's shown in this movie here the movie uh, their 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 relationship is so believable to me in this movie because there's so many positives about the way that they look at each other, the way that they hold each other, the way that they look like they're going to kiss all the time. Like like they're very intimate with each other. (laughs) And it's funny because homecoming, he obviously didn't have any relations with MJ. Um, He was actually trying to be with this other girl this whole time. And then MJ and him start having a conversation at the end of homecoming and they become friends. So throughout far from home, they, they develop a better friendship or a better relationship with each other. And as 
time goes on, she's like, yeah, I knew you were Spider-Man already. Like, you can't hide like that from me. I like her negative outlook. I know that I'm always, like, positive, but I love how she's like, if you just expect disappointment, you're never disappointed. Yes. Yep. And then by the end of it, when Peter tries to say that, she's like, no, no, no. We got this. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> uh, so I like that. He's, she's there, like, helping each other, you know, grow. Man. They, uh, I think that it's funny that they, they made a, uh, uh, well, Aunt May and Happy thought that they walked in on them doing the nasty. Yeah, they're like, just be safe. (laughs) (laughs) It's like, no, that's not what happened. (laughs) Promise that isn't what happened. But then they got, they got really close on that school rooftop. Let me say, (laughs) they're Mm -hmm. like, "Mm." (laughs) but that's what I'm talking about. Like their, their love dynamic is so good. Their, their acting doesn't feel like acting because obviously they're in a relationship together Mm -hmm. in real life. And so they, they, they just prove that there's such a good like chemistry between the two as well as you know just shining out that young love i think it's very well done in the writing as well so where were we peter trapped (laughs) (laughs) peter trapped dr strange benedict cumberbatch and the mirror dimension and so they're trying to figure things out themselves the next person he sees is electro he has to go go get electro and he didn't know who electro was obviously but yeah he thought it was the green goblin he was going to get exactly and it ended up being um jamie fox's max dylan who's electro and in the amazing spider-man 2 he's like this nerdy guy who works for Oscorp, he ends up falling in a bunch of ill uh, eels and uh, and becomes this electro guy and he mentions it and also they talk um um dr connors who's lizard says something to him about wait you used to look different (laughs) you know or or maybe he just mentioned it he was like yeah i used to be like this skinny like this nerdy guy and now this version of me is so much cooler and it probably has to do with the fact that everybody knew that jamie fox would do a good job in the movie but jamie fox is probably like i'm not going to be dressing up like that anymore (laughs) you know so was he the same actor like it was jamie fox yes 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 they got all the actors back um the person that played sandman and the person that played lizard it seems as though at the end when they turn back human they used footage from the old one the original movies because i don't think that they were actually able to get them um i don't know what the reason for that was maybe it was because they had less to do in the story because lizard obviously he he kind of took the back burner a little bit and so did sandman Mm -hmm. in a way except at that big final boss yeah and that big final scene at the uh statue of liberty i was like he's good he's helping yeah and then at the end yeah he he's because sandman ends up becoming a good guy at the end of the third movie as well well. yeah sandman honestly just wants to go see his daughter that's all he said yeah he doesn't doesn't care whether he ended all and send them back he just wants to see his daughter exactly and so i don't know i don't remember if they've mentioned feast before um, Feast is the um, nonprofit or whatever that Aunt May works at. It's a homeless shelter, basically. Um, that's where Aunt May calls him up and was like, hey, I think so- somebody you're looking for is over here. And it was Norman sitting there talking mm-hmm. about how he's not in the right world and that's not Peter and all that kind of stuff. And Feast is actually a big part of the PlayStation 4 Spider-Man game. 
uh, that's where Aunt May works. But I don't remember Feast being a part of the last two movies. Maybe no, they, maybe they, really heard it. maybe they mentioned it through passing. But I, but I knew I know we haven't seen it as far as I remember. And I think that was a really cool like showing of what Aunt May still does because she works at this homeless shelter and you know she, all she wants to do is help people. Yeah, and, and why she is the way she is, like why and, she says the things. And obviously, the Green Goblin controls William Defoe's character, Norman Osborn, because there's a second person inside of him, basically. It's not just him. He's a good guy himself, but mm-hmm. the bad guy always shines and, and brings through because of the the chemicals that was put into his body when uh, in the first movie. And I think that it's really crazy that Aunt May is the reason why Peter found Norman, mm-hmm. and Norman was the reason why Aunt May died true i I couldn't believe it i okay so when she i know we're skipping a little bit but during that fight scene uh like okay so peter finds everybody they find everybody and he just wants to help everybody uh give uh otto the chip give um jamie fox's electro yeah so he takes them all out even bad versions he's like we're all gonna walk together to this apartment or wherever and so Otto sides with Peter and he's like, you know what? Yeah, there, we're, this is working. And then eventually Will and Defoe's character is like, no, you're not going to control us. And mm-hmm. so it made all the bad guys start fighting. And so Aunt May being a good Aunt May was trying to protect Peter as well and try try to hurt the Green Goblin or whatever. And as soon as that freaking uh, glider hit her, I knew she was gone because the only uh, the only time that anybody's ever actually got hit by that glider was Willem Dafoe's character in the first movie. When he and got, he got stabbed and he and he died. And which random? I love how at the end he like tries to do it the same way. Like, yeah, that was a good like flash. Yeah, he's like, or whatever. <laughs> um, but Aunt May was trying to be a good Aunt May. She got hit by the glider, and I was like, "Damn, she's gone. She's gone." And I didn't she even got notice up. her get hit by the glider. I just saw the bomb, and I thought it was the bomb that did it. But that mm, makes sense. Yeah, it, it was the glider, and she she stood up. So I was like, "Oh, maybe she's okay." And then eventually, she starts mumbling and stumbling, and I'm like, "No." fucking mm. way i cried my fucking eyes out <laughs> because See, one of our friends watched the movie first and he was like i won't spoil anything but someone dies and i was <laughs> yeah. like cool thanks so that was just like which one is it you no okay not you no and when i say like it was so emotional because obviously that was the one family that he still had left Aunt May was literally his only family. Yeah, he had the other Avengers and friends and stuff, but that was literally the only family he had. And this is before he knew that he had to get rid of all of them. So he literally lost everybody by the end of this movie. He had nobody. Mm-hmm. Nobody Which knows who I he hate is. that the most, too. I think that Doctor Strange is going to remember who he is. Um, somehow or another. I have, okay. Oh, you, you want to go into the- theories of- at the end of the movie yeah. for the end of the movie? So okay. I read something that said there's at least three people who are going to remember who he is. And it's um, Captain Marvel. Uh, yeah. Nick Fury. Fury. And then the girl from um, WandaVision. She is. You talking about Wanda? No, she's not the main character, but she's. Um, she disappears from the blip and then she just oh. pops back and her mom, her mom like ran the yeah, place. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, um, yeah, what's her name? Damn. 
Yeah, I don't know. I know who you're talking about, though. But anyway, so those three, because for some reason at this point in time, they're not on Earth. And it was everyone on Earth is going to forget you. And who knows what other Avengers are actually out of world right now. Yeah, yeah. I mean, Thor may be gone right now, too. You yeah, know? the Hulk tends to disappear. I feel like. So. Yeah, but the yeah, thing I think is, Thor might have been another because he's from in, in Asgard. The thing is, all these characters know who Spider-Man is, though. Like Spider-Man helped them, and Spider-Man did all this yeah, stuff so what with them. Be like, oh yeah, we totally fought the world, but like, wasn't there another guy? <laughs> yeah, I think that they're gonna remember <laughs> who Spider-Man Stark was. Somebody? They're just not gonna remember who Peter was because. Happy mentioned Spider-Man um, when they were at her grave, but it was weird because he said, how do you know her? And he said, Spider-Man. And she, he said, how no, did you I know her? No, I thought he said through, oh, Wait, did he what? say Spider-Man? Happy did. Oh. I thought. Maybe. Well, that's interesting then. All I remember him saying is, I've been through this before. Like, I lost a friend recently. Yeah. And, like, Peter doesn't know. Right, right. And... So, um, so it's funny to me because the only way that he would have known Aunt May was because of Spider-Man or Peter Parker. So happy knowing anything about Aunt May in the first place is kind of weird. Or maybe he just knew that he had a loving relationship with her and didn't exactly know why or what happened. Mm-hmm. Just knew that she died. Um, I also whenever everyone does forget Peter Parker is Spider-Man. Do they still think that Spider-Man is bad because of Magnif- Mag- Mysterio? So I, I was how it ended because I feel like they didn't talk about him being bad n- at that point. No, because the only reason anybody thought that he was bad was because Mysterio said Peter was Spider-Man. So if that never happened, then, then they still think that he's a good bad. guy. Okay, um, cool. But one other thing, people talked about this in theories. If they would have just said if he would have just said, hey, can everybody forget that Mysterio was a thing? Then nobody would have remembered who Peter was anyway. So <laughs> all he had to do was, hey, uh, can we just say that nobody remembered Mysterio or what he said? And if they would have done that, then there would have been no no way home. No way home wouldn't have happened. <laughs> and I don't know. I can't think of a theory or I can't think of an opposing part of that theory that wouldn't work. Like, how would that not work? So if it works with Peter, like if nobody remembers who Peter is, why couldn't they just originally do the spell as nobody remembered who Mysterio was? He don't remember. He don't know. Or maybe it's the fact that maybe Mysterio is still alive. And if Mysterio, if everyone forgot who Mysterio was, he could just show people that he's still Mysterio. Um, Because maybe deep down, he's actually still alive and they're just keeping that from us. Uh, Could be. Which which is a possibility. He obviously didn't show up in this movie, but that doesn't mean that he's, he's not healing. around. <laughs> yeah. So um, that was ridiculous to me. And one big thing that, like you were saying earlier, Ned and Benedict Cumberbatch, um, Doctor Strange, they were talking about how Ned wanted to try to use powers too. And he was like, well, you know, that can't happen. Well, come to find out, he can. <laughs> he can use powers. All he said was, I wish Peter were here or I wish I could see Peter. And a portal opens up. He's like, what? And then it closes back. And he was like, I wish I could see Peter. <laughs> and then Peter's there. But it's not the Peter we thought it was going to be. Who Which was is honestly it? so funny. Could you imagine? You're like, oh, actually, the way they reacted, I thought was great. Because they're like, prove it. <laughs> yeah. And he was like, okay. And he, he he got stuck. He stuck himself on the wall and he was like, 
Okay, now crawl over there. He said, I think this is no. proof enough. <laughs> no, it's not. <laughs> I and just that, love her skepticism. And that was Andrew Garfield's Spider-Man from the Amazing Spider-Man 1 and 2. And I'm like I said, I'm re-watching the Amazing Spider-Man right now. And I and there's been many movies that I've seen with Andrew Garfield. There's been Hacksaw Ridge, which was a really good one. Tick, Tick, Boom, which is a musical that just came out recently. Everything that I've seen Andrew Garfield in, he's spectacular in it. Like his he acting so chops funny in this. And that's is so I good. I don't remember his movie because like he was so funny. And I feel like I'd remember that. It, it's probably probably because I'm like I said, I'm rewatching The Amazing Spider-Man right now. And I don't remember all this stuff happening until rewatching it. It's a very dark movie. It's a lot darker that's than fair. the original trilogy. But his acting chops in The Amazing Spider-Man are just as good as anything else he's done. So it's so crazy to me that he's so overlooked in the series of movies because the amazing spider-man 2 did so bad in the box office and because they were trying to push too many ideas at one time Mm -hmm. but really i guess it wasn't the ideas that was the problem because spider-man no way home has so many ideas and it's a two and a half hour movie but it's a fun time with the amazing spider-man 2 there's a lot of storyline there's not a lot of action going on for about an hour and a half of the movie so that creates a a really awful watching experience because yeah it's building up lore for a third movie but you gotta focus on this movie while you're working on like while you're trying to build for that third movie Mm -hmm. and i think that's one really good thing that homecoming does or homecoming and far from home and no way home does is it does a good job leading itself up to this point that we're at because you know there's a there's character development throughout there's relationship development and it's not even from the the mcu spider-man movies it's also the avengers movies and all that like peter has grown up a lot especially in this movie it's shown that he's finally actually growing up and sorry (laughs) the main thing i was getting at was andrew garfield's portrayal of peter parker was you know kind of not looked down on, but almost overlooked all the way up until this point. People forgot that he actually did a very great job because the movies were kind of lackluster. Because the movies were lackluster, they were like, no, those, but they're, yeah. but Andrew Garfield's and Emma Stone's love relationship in The Amazing Spider Man is so fucking good. Re watching it, like I said, I'm like, I believe this relationship way more than Tobey Maguire and Kirsten Dunst. Uh, also, Chris- I hate that he lost his MJ, and then I thought it was so sadly that he went and saved this universe. Yeah. MJ, he like had a moment. He, she, yeah, she was like, "Are you okay?" And she was like, "Yeah." And then you could like just see that he was, you know, feeling some type of way. Yeah. Like, Are you okay? His, his version of MJ was uh, Emma Stone's Gwen Stacy, but that's why he was like, "That's my MJ," because it's obviously his love interest in the story. Mm-hmm. And I also and, love that their names weren't actually the same. Like he was like, "You have Mary Jane," and she was like, "No, no, Michelle, Michelle Jones." Jones. <laughs> yeah, Miss, Michelle Jones Watson. I think that was really funny as well. Just you know, creating the same character but in a completely different way, mm-hmm. but. One really, uh, like I said, Andrew Garfield's portrayal, and I'll actually give a shout out to Pablo, uh, Pablo, who watches the or listens to the podcast all the time. He was talking about how awesome the portrayal of Andrew Garfield was. And while, like I said, rewatching the amazing Spider-Man, I'm like, man, Andrew Garfield is such a good actor. I believe everything that he does. Like anytime he cries, every time he feels emotional, every time he laughs, like it just feels so real to me. And he and that's just a perfect actor. Somebody 
somebody who could actually feel and like build those emotions. Such a great job. But also, like you said, in this movie, when he saves MJ and he's just holding her and he's like tearing up and she's like, are you OK? And he's like, yeah, like he got his yeah, moment just to save. sucks because he didn't, yeah, you get to do it to his. Plus, you know, him, like that's Tom Spider-Man was busy saving somebody else. I don't even know. Well, I think he, I Doctor think strange saved Ned. Right, right. I think he was trying to to grab her, but then um, Green Goblin ended up whacking, uh, whacking him. There's nothing wrong with Green Goblin whacking you, you know? <laughs> yeah, just whack. I also love how both of the other Spider-Men, you know, they've like, we've been through it. We've we felt the revenge. We got the revenge. We weren't satisfied. It's not worth it. Don't do it. And that they wouldn't let Tom Spider-Man kill, even though he still wanted to do it. But yeah, because he he tried to. He tried to homage, kill him with his own, you know, skateboard thing. I and they were like, no, no, nay, nay. I will tell you, I really thought that they were going to kill off Toby Maguire's Spider-Man. When he got stabbed he got in stabbed. the back, I, thought so too. I was like, like, oh, no. Before. And he was like, I've been stabbed before. It's fine. Um, <laughs> like, OK, are you sure you're OK? And he's though, like, no. Does that mean when he went home that he was still stabbed? Like, does he go home and then so. have to go? Because Zendaya still had her little cut. Mark. Yeah. Yeah. But the thing is, for that, we don't know how the other universes were working mm-hmm. with this universe. So we don't know if they got blipped back in the same state that they were, they got blipped back in the same exact spot, same destination that they came from. Speaking of blipping, I saw something before too, with, you know, people coming back from the from end the game blip, blip yeah. and how you come back in like the same position or place that you were before. <gasps> I know. And then it was like, what if you were in an airplane? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> All those blipped. people would have died. <laughs> like random shit like that. Like, I really um, hope that it was, that they popped back up in the same plane that... Yeah, <laughs> that, even if you're, like, on someone's lap. Like, yeah. Hey! How many people actually blipped inside of people is what I wonder. Oh. <laughs> like, how many people, like, formed back up while somebody was also sitting in the chair that they were sitting in before they blipped? And so <laughs> now they're like, ah! <laughs> so that's two people that probably died, you know? Yeah. <laughs> but... Yeah. Okay, so after Andrew Garfield's character comes in, the uh, the grandma or aunt, I don't remember what she was, uh, to Ned, she was like, sorry, that was very rude. <laughs> but she was speaking She was speaking her native tongue. And But she could also speak English. Yeah, but she could also speak English. So that was crazy. But he was like, Ned was like, yeah, she asked if you could get that cobweb over there. And he was like, okay. (laughs) And then he was like, okay, let's try it again. And they were like, I want to see Peter. And then Peter is there. But this time it's still not Tom Holland's (laughs) Peter. It is Tobey Maguire's Peter, not dressed up like Spider Man, but dressed up Which like I a youth was pastor. Which I thought so funny. They said, "Do you are you gonna go as a as a un, you know like a cool youth pastor?" Cool youth pastor. That was so funny, and that was Andrew Garfield playing it so well too. The writers of this movie did such a great job creating such a great One dynamic. Thing I also don't get that you might get since you're more into Spider Man is like they all got bit by a spider. Yeah. Apparently. Yeah. But. Only Toby Spider forms the web. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah. Okay. Like, you. The yeah. reason for that is there is no iteration of Spider-Man that the webs come out of their wrist. 
Sam Raimi came up with this for the original trilogy. And so they were like, okay, we'll deal with it. So they made a joke about it in these movies because the way that Spider-Man's always been is that he created web shooters. And wow. so so with Andrew Garfield's version and Tom Holland's version, they create the the web shooters. But but they still they all still have spider sense. They all can still climb on walls. It was just the and they all have more strength. But it was the spider webs that weren't a thing. So everything else came from the spider bite. And then the they even made a joke because fans and people have been talking about this for years. <laughs> if webs come out of any other area. And he's like, no, just the wrist. <laughs> <laughs> I think that's fun. Um, but um, Toby Maguire gets there and. I wouldn't say that he was the worst Spider-Man out of the three for this movie, but I don't feel like he had as many like. I, feel I don't like think he, was he had more as of a retired superhero. Yeah, kind of I don't thing. think he had like as much time to shine. Yes, that there was a few jokes, and you know, obviously, he was showing how how charismatic he was too. But he and he was also showing how smart he was. All three of them working in the lab together—that was really awesome. And every time somebody said Peter, they would all look up because yeah. their all name is Peter, and all their name is Spider Man. Like it was so weird. And then at one point, they even numbered themselves so it wouldn't yeah, get confusing. Like, no, but I then it still I got confusing. <laughs> But they were taught he was talking about how he had a back problem. Toby Maguire did Toby Maguire Spider-Man. And he was like, yeah, my lower back it, it has issues. But because because in the second movie, he um, he loses his powers for a little while because he's emotional and distressed about MJ. And he ends up falling on a car and he's like, oh, my back, my back. And so that was a homage to that movie and they he was like I could crack your back yeah, <laughs> yeah. I, I could make you feel better and he's like you know what that does feel that does feel better <laughs> but I thought it was really hilarious when he said you look like a cool youth pastor because it was so true to <laughs> like yeah. that's definitely what the cool youth pastors would wear <laughs> during during church times um but you know what also I find funny is it looks like it's easy to take this suit on and off apparently for them because they're always whipping the mask on and off. Yeah. But apparently it's actually really hard. And for like I know um for Tom, yeah, Spider-Man during set, he couldn't really eat in the suit. Not really, like some things he could, but to drink, they had to take the eyes out, pipe a, a tube down to his mouth, and that's how he would drink. And so it looks terrifying. No way. Yeah. I've never seen that. I can imagine I don't know it, why it's so hard. I can imagine it being that way for Andrew Garfield's original Spider-Man costume because his had like glasses on the eyes. Ooh, so I yeah. bet you they were able to pop in and out as well. Um, <laughs> but that's strange to me. They do talk about uh, or I did hear about him having issues uh, on set sometimes because he needs to go to the bathroom or whatever, but it takes so long to get on and off that he's like, I'm just going to fucking hold it, you know? Yeah. Fuck it. Um, but the dynamic between the three Spider-Men, the three Peter Parkers are absolutely amazing. It's like they knew each other this whole time because they yeah, are I mean, themselves. They did also struggle like to work as a team, but then they ended up doing really well at that. Cause Spider-Man was like, not to brag, but I'm part Spider-Man. To Tom. <laughs> Tom's <was> like, <laughs> I I am part of the Avengers. And they're like, cool. What's that? Yeah, is that a, is that a football team? <laughs> like, uh, or or is that a band? No, they said, is that a band? I remember, yeah. but that that's one of the characteristics that I'm talking about about Tom Holland Spider Man about ha how he 
became a lot more mature in this movie. Yeah, he's still trying to respect his elders and all that kind of stuff throughout, like with Doctor Strange and stuff. But him actually working with a team was so beneficial for him in this movie that he was able to create such a good team of Spider-Mans, Spider-Men. And uh, <laughs> I don't know what is the correct way to say it. I feel like Spider-Men. But, but technically... If they're all Spider-Mans, they're Spider-Mans. Yeah, <laughs> they're Spider-Mans. So... No, if they were a squad, they would be the Spider-Men. That's what I feel. <laughs> no, they're the Spider-Squad then. <laughs> Spider-Squad. We'll have to Google what a, what a group of spiders are called. <laughs> uh, but their are jokes, their witty comments between each other, their you know their emotional characteristics about you know Aunt May dying, and they he, they were talking about their Uncle Ben and... dying as well, and, and showing that you can recover from this. You don't have to fill yourself with so much anger because it doesn't help you. And as he's trying to kill Green Goblin at the end, Tobey Maguire's Spider-Man comes in and he stops him. And they're, they're ba basically having a little battle together because he's trying to push away while, mm -hmm. while Tom Holland is trying to keep on going down. And that was, that was a huge, huge, you know, deal because if it wasn't for Tobey Maguire doing that, Tom Holland would have ended up killing him and he wouldn't have felt any better for it. And then they end up able. Well, he gets stabbed. Obviously, Tobey Maguire does. And they 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 drop the glider and Andrew Garfield, Spider-Man throws Tom Holland, Spider-Man, the antidote or whatever, gives it to to Willem Dafoe's character and. They're cured. They're all cured at this point. The the whole battle scene up at the Liberty Bell, uh, Liberty Bell, the, the Statue, of, Statue Liberty of Liberty was really cool. I think it's cool that they were paying homage to Captain America by d putting a shield on the Statue mm -hmm. of Liberty. And obviously the, the reason why all that scaffolding was there was because they were trying to build all of that over around the, the Liberty Bell. So they really just fucked up <laughs> in, yeah. in the long run, too. But it, it, it made it a safe location for them to fight as well. So they weren't fighting in the city with a bunch of people yeah, around. They're fighting at the, at the Liberty Bell. That was close. Liberty Bell, damn it. The Statue <laughs> of Liberty that was closed. So nobody was there. So they were able to fight and be safe about it. So I thought that was very good as well. Um, go ahead. I'm honestly tired of all the, like, being a good guy and something bad happens. So I'm over that. Like, you know, because Toby, Toby was good. He's like, no, don't kill him. And he saved the goblin's life and the goblin's like boop dead not dead but stabbed yeah yeah <laughs> and then like, you know oh you Tom, saved me well i'm not gonna save you yeah fuck you tom spent all this time to be good and save everybody else and then he gets to suffer by being forgotten like losing everything right cool. that's like one of the biggest hero dynamics in all of media is that there's always going to be a negative to all your positives i know and it sucks because there's a lot of times where I want to see a movie and I want everything to be perfect. Yeah, and I just need a happy ending. Thanks. I know life's hard. I get it. Make it happy. <laughs> but it, but that's just not the case for mo most things. It's just not going to happen that way. And I also hate that he doesn't go and like, I know that they wouldn't remember anyway, and it probably would have just made things weird and they wouldn't really believe him. But he should have fought and been like, hi, Ned. Hi, Ma 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 MJ Michelle. <laughs> yeah. I'm Peter. You love me. You're my best friend and you're going to be fucking okay with it. Damn I it. actually, I disagree. 
Finally, we disagree on something. If I was MJ, I would want to have been fought for. She wanted to be fought for. Yes, but it's not the fact of him fighting for her or not. It's the fact that everything that he's ever done with her knowing that he's Spider-Man has put so much damage on her and him. And if if also, you know, one day they're going to remember and know how mad she's going to be. And what if she's with someone else then? And then what? Then she's going to. I almost thought she was going to be with Ned for a second there. I did too. I was like, fuck, they're dating. Yeah. They might be, but I, I, and maybe that's what ends up happening between Spider-Man and, oh my God, no, there's no way that they would do that. (laughs) (laughs) Oh, but maybe somehow or another Zendaya's character ends up dying and then Ned's character thinks that Spider-Man did it. So they end up fighting each other, even though they're not technically best friends anymore. That's still Peter thinking that he's still his yeah. best friend. You know, that would be crazy. Happened. That'd be a crazy thing. But yeah, but so that obviously frustrated me so much. I, I see where he was coming from, but I also see where you're coming from. Like, if I were MJ2, I would want to know. J- yeah, just because she's MJ already MJ. talked to him about being there together through the end, no matter what. But mm-hmm. he thinks that it's safer if they just don't even act like they know each other. But the okay, way but that I get she- that. Don't make the decision for me. Yeah, but technically, the world made the decision for him. (laughs) Well, yeah, but that's why she said you have to come back. And that was her decision. And she said it. You don't get to change your mind. That's true. But also, maybe he's just going to try to actually, you know, create a love dynamic between them instead of instead of just flat out saying well true because remember when dr strange was like does she only like you because you're spider-man like maybe he was like well so now i think what he's gonna do he's gonna be a regular at the coffee shop he's gonna see her all the time until she ends up going to college college. but i bet you he's gonna end up following her they're gonna they talked about going there they ended up talking about going to boston a lot so i wonder if they're gonna change from new york to to boston so okay because at the end of the movie obviously everybody forgets who he is right nobody knows who Peter is anymore so what if he does go to Boston and then nobody I mean it's not like anybody's around him that would know who Peter is anyway so why not just go to another location and yeah, spend time there exactly and then just she's going to solve crime in Boston and then eventually she's going to be like are you following me and he's going to be like no <laughs> I also go is. to college here I also go to college here I promise <laughs> Um, but also I found that frustrating because, and I guess it's different if they do remember Spider-Man, but not Peter, like what about the Avengers? What about when they do another group movie or something like is Spider-Man going to be left out or they have to be like, is he going to find his way in? Like, is there's going to be some shit happening in Boston? And he's like, Hey guys, and they're like, who the fuck are you? They have, they have had discussions about having another trilogy set in the MCU universe for, for Spider-Man. Now, the way that this movie ended, it almost seems like if everybody forgot who Peter Parker was and yes, Spider-Man's still there, it almost seems as though they're not going to include Spider-Man in the next Avengers stuff, which is crazy to me because Hawkeye is seemed to be leading up to the the girl version of Hawkeye, um, who is um, Haley Steinfeld's character, mm-hmm. you know, eventually being there. And I feel like Spider-Man would be a good leader to this group of newer Avengers, you know, the younger, wit- wittier Avengers. Cause I feel like they're trying to lead up to the younger people, right? Mm-hmm. Uh, because they got to eventually start branching out and yeah, leading and some of the fight forever. You know? Right. And obviously Tony Stark's dead. Um, um, Captain America. Steve Rogers is old as hell. And 
I don't know if he's technically dead, but I think they've said that he's dead. Uh, I think it's just supposed to be assumed that he's dead. Yeah, because he got so old. Right. And then obviously with T'Challa, who's um, who was. Um, <sighs> damn. Black Panther. Yeah. Chadwick, Chadwick Boseman. He's dead now, like in real life. So obviously so his he's not. Or something is so his sister about or something. Or yeah. Mm-hmm. So there are going to be a whole bunch of younger people being these Avengers now. So obviously I feel like they, they would have to have Spider-Man there. Spider-Man is such a key role, but I think it would be cool if, you know, he watch, watch what's going to happen though. He's going to end up being in this, the he's going to be in the next Spider-Man movie. And then he's going to just end up telling everybody that he's Peter anyway. That's yeah. what's really going to make me upset because, <laughs> you know, you there's know so many, fun, there's Go so ahead. many, there's so many superheroes like Tony Stark, like, uh, like um, Falcon, like Captain America, like Bucky, who's the Winter Soldier, that people know who he is. They know their faces. They're not trying to hide it. Doctor Strange, mm-hmm. um, Wanda, everybody knows who they are. They're not trying to hide it. Sp- Spider-Man is literally like one of the only ones who... Just say it from the get-go. So yeah. that way everyone knows this time. Right. So maybe but that's what they what end up doing. you know what would be cool? You know how when he first came into the MCU universe, how he like popped in with his little like whatever and he said a witty joke? Yeah. I feel like he would do that again. But instead of this time, everyone be like, yay. They're going to be like, fighting him because he'd be like are you bad yeah you they're like, like we, we have cool if he came in the same way we have faint memories of spider-man but who the fuck are you yes. <laughs> mm, i don't know right also they also had venom in it for a oh, bit okay and when venom got splashed away a little bit of his little juicy got left on the couch <laughs> a little juicy <laughs> so what's funny about this is that at the end of venom 2 let there be carnage uh it's shown that they get blipped into the MCU universe and the, where he's at is like this cabana like resort area because they wanted to get away from the the city. That was part of the storyline. They wanted to get away from the city and then they were sitting in the bed, uh, Venom and Eddie Brock, cause they're technically two different things. Venom mm-hmm. is the, the symbiote and Eddie is the person and Eddie's just sitting there and then everything kind of just changes a little bit. Like he, they're still on the bed, but everything kind of changes up a little bit. And then he op- uh, uh, turns on the TV and it's Tom Holland, Spider-Man and they're, like Peter Parker as Spider-Man or whatever. Peter Parker is Spider-Man. And so it seems as though he's going to be a big part of the MCU now, right? But at the end credit scene of this movie, he's just talking he's to the guy at the, he's just talking to the guy at the cabana because he's so he's so odd about there being other superheroes and Avengers and Thanos and all that kind of stuff and talking about how there's no such he wanted rocks or whatever. (laughs) Aliens don't want rocks. (laughs) Aliens aren't big purple things. Uh, Yeah, he's like, I don't know. And he was like, kept talking about it, and, and and Venom was understanding. He was like, "No, he's like, he keeps telling you over and over." And Eddie's like, "I just don't understand." And then he gets blipped back. Thought he would gonna be a big part of the MCU, but apparently he's not going to be. But apparently Venom is going to be in some way, mm-hmm. shape, or form because part of him got left. So, so Spider Man might end up finding some sort of Venom. I wonder if there is going to be a MCU version of Eddie Brock, just like there's the the Sony version of Eddie Brock as well. Mm-hmm. But how there's different universes of different characters' names or whatever, I think that there's going to be a MCU Eddie Brock that it's going to attach to, and then he's going to end up finding I also, a different Venom. Um, just have to throw this in, but I never watched it. I forget what it is even called. Another Marvel movie came out recently, though. Eternals. Uh, yes, and Harry Styles is Thanos's brother. Yep. 
So I'm intrigued to see how. Yeah, that goes. I haven't watched that yet either, but it's about to hit Disney Plus. So I was told be... that it's not great um, from some people at work, just some customers and stuff that were talking about it. But I also don't know how much they like the movies, and maybe they're just haters. But my man's is in it. And I hear. I, I do hear that it's a little bit slower. I hear it's a little bit slower. It's it's a lot. It seems a little bit more mature in a way. Uh, because it's all older people. There's no younger people in this movie at Maybe all. Not not that that is. makes Maybe a big deal. Maybe there's no deal. like super cute people, and they just want the hotties. Yeah, they're like, where's Tom Holland? <laughs> there's also uh, some good ones on Netflix though. Like there's uh the Jessica Jones is yeah. one that I watched a but, bit, and she's part of it. But see, the thing is, the that universe is the universe that Daredevil's in. What we were talking about earlier, mm-hmm. and I want to watch Daredevil too. So um, I think the performances in that show is really well done as well. I haven't watched watched all those shows there's there's um daredevil the punisher jessica jones luke cage and then there's also the defenders which is all of them together um and that's all on netflix as well but i haven't watched those shows but um i really believe so i guess we'll we'll kind of start ending it here uh what do you want to enable di- dictation enable no can you still hear me? Yeah. Okay. I don't know what that was, but okay. Uh, maybe it's like closed captions. Maybe. So what is, is there anything that you want to say about this movie before we talk about the rating? Um, no, not really. I am excited for Dr. Strange too. Cause I know that comes out next year. And did you, like did you see the after credit scene of Dr. Strange too? We always stay. I forget what happened. So at the end credit scene after the Venom part, there there was the long trailers and then it was a whole mm-hmm. or the long credits. And then there was a whole trailer of Doctor Strange and he met up with Wanda and they're talking about the multiverse. Oh, yeah. Right. And then I also need to see Wong's movie. Wong. 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 Hmm? You talking about Shang-Chi? Is that his name? <laughs> the, <laughs> the, his name le- the Legend of the Ten Rings. I guess yeah, it's mainly about him though, like yeah. the the guy that's always with Doctor Strange, because I know that that that, 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 that that's not out yet. I oh, believe, it's not out yet. I think he might be in the Eternals movie. I'm not exactly sure about that. Though. I just know that he was supposed to have his own because on TikTok there's always a bunch of theories about MCU stuff, and right. um, so like I saw bits from the, like maybe it was just like a trailer even, but bits from that movie, and then this guy was going into his theory about it. Yeah, I think that this this. Um, I think it was really awesome that they paid so much fan service in this movie. There's a lot of fan service from the original trilogy, from the amazing Spider-Man uh, and the amazing Spider-Man two. They did a great job just having the, I mean the dynamics between every actor in this movie, whether it was a bad guy or a good guy, it's just the way that they all work together was very great. Lizard obviously didn't have very much on the forefront neither did Sandman. I also love that that lizard was like, I just know shit's going to go south. So he's like, so I'm going to I'm gonna stay in the truck. Yeah, <laughs> I'm going to wait for my time. It'll come. Yep. And Electro was able to show, you know, Jamie Foxx was able to show that Electro wasn't a bad character and that it was just in a bad movie with bad writers. Completely makes sense. Just like with Andrew Garfield, I think he mm-hmm. actually got a chance to redeem himself a little bit mm-hmm. because even though his acting chops were good in the first two movies, the the writing and the the way that the storyline went just it didn't work. So I really hope 
that they do a one-off or something and finish the Amazing Spider-Man trilogy or at least like start a completely new series with Andrew Garfield because if we have an Andrew Garfield Spider-Man movie, the Spider-Verse movies, uh, the cartoon ones, and Tom Holland Spider-Man movies, I'd be okay with that. (laughs) I I would would even be okay with a Tobey Maguire Spider-Man movie, but I think... I personally believe that the the trilogy as a whole may be a little bit overrated. Uh, I enjoyed them, but I uh, uh, the way that this movie specifically made me feel was absolutely amazing. The Spider-Man 2 is t- talked about as the greatest superhero movie of all time. That's the one with to- Tobey Maguire. There's very good parts of that movie, but there's also some kind of lackluster parts as well uh, after re-watching it recently. So personally... My personal belief of this movie of Spider-Man No Way Home, which uh, the thing is, it wouldn't be this movie if it weren't for the original trilogy and the Amazing Mm -hmm. Spider-Man 1 and 2. There's no possible way this would have happened. It would have been a completely different storyline. There wouldn't have been all these Spider-Mans. But I personally believe that this is a 10 out of 10 movie, like hands down i am so i didn't even really watch the the first ones but and i and when everyone was talking about this happening i was like i don't know that i'm even gonna like it because of that but it was a lot better than i expected it to be i was a little upset because the movie theater i went to they had spider-man out taking pictures of people and they had three spider-man and i was like well and they had the octo guy and i was like way to fucking spoil it oh no way you gotta be joking No, it was like okay. Cool. Was it was it the people that actually worked at the at the theater, or was it just mm-hmm. random people? I think it was just people that worked at the theater, like some of their uh, what fuckheads. And one of them, not, not to be a hater, it's just funny because Tony pointed it out. But one of the Spider Man that were dressed up was chunky, and it was just funny. <laughs> no, but like I was just like, all right, well, we know that they're all in it then. <laughs> that sucks. That's the thing. Spoilers are all over the place in real life oh, and on the internet. Goodness. It was so hard to even watch the movie on opening weekend without being spoiled. But it's crazy how much money it's made just over the weekend. I'm super happy about it but yeah like i said i don't think it's an absolutely perfect movie but a 10 out of 10 is obviously the highest score that you could give anything um there's obviously bits and pieces that are a little weird to me like some some of the um i don't think i would have noticed this if it wasn't pointed out to me but there's a a movie reviewer called chris stuckman and he's also a director and film uh, film uh, filmer like he he films as well a filmographer and he talks about how it seems as though what (laughs) it seems as though (laughs) it seems as though that at some points of the movie like for willem dafoe and um alfred uh, the way that they're filmed it seems like they might have just been at a studio at points where it's just showing them and not anybody else and I wouldn't have caught that if they didn't say anything uh, or if he didn't say anything. So I'm not c- c- holding that against the movie. The, yeah, it's just pointed out. I, I think there's really a like, couple hmm. little storyline details that were a little off. Like I thought that Otto Octavius was good at the point where Tobey Maguire Spider-Man said that they also need to have a serum for him, even though it seemed like he was okay. So I wasn't really mm-hmm. sure what was going on there. But even though there are little faults of the movie, I don't think that. Well, he ended I, up. Di- he did end up being good. Yeah, yeah, even yeah. Even though whatever yeah. went south, because he like grabbed the one to like right. the guy or whatever. But yeah, 
It, no, I think it, I love Marvel in general. So no matter what, these are always my favorite. Like I could probably rewatch the Marvel series nonstop if I had nothing else to watch. <laughs> right, right. I forget what happens 90% of the time anyway. I'm like, that's why Tony and I watch them so much. I right. can watch the same one and I find new things every time. I think that the fan service of this movie was very well done. The acting was so good. The dynamics between all the characters were so good. The writing was amazing. The visuals was amazing. Like this is a top notch Spider-Man film. I don't think anything has surpassed it. And I don't know if anything will at this point there. Maybe they might be able to continue on making better Spider-Man films, but I think this is going to be like the number one for me for a very long time. Right. Like just paying homage to all three of them, you know, Tobey Maguire being a, a part of it, Andrew Garfield being a part of it, and Tom Holland actually growing up as a as a, a Peter Parker as well. I, I I loved it. What would you give it as a rating? Um, I would give it a nine out of ten. That sounds Doctor Strange still always wins for me. <laughs> Doctor Strange but at least was, he was in it. <laughs> Doctor Strange was in the movie enough. Yeah, no, no, definitely. Like I said, and it just got me more excited for the second Doctor Strange. I really can't wait for that. I'm glad they're doing another one. I feel like I didn't talk about Doctor Strange enough, but he... It's okay. He, I also he, still love how much, like, he's not good with kids, but he's trying to be, and, like, yeah. he knows that Spider-Man doesn't have Tony anymore, so he's like, right. let me try to... Let me try to be the good guy for this kid. But he's yep. like, God damn you kids, stop fucking yeah. up. Yeah, you keep fucking up, fucker. <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, I'm I'm very happy that we got to discuss this movie. This is one of the longer podcasts we've done. It's about an hour and a half. Yeah, so, but I think it'll also do good because people are all watching it. So yeah. I think they'll be intrigued by it. Intrigued. I'm intrigued as well. Um, so anybody that's listened this far, d- did did we say anything for this episode? I think oh. we did five minutes in. Fuck them Oh, dogs. yeah. Fuck them dogs. I'm glad you but remember that. But if you that. made it this far. Oh, say something else. If you if you made it this far, say something else. I guess you can tell us your favorite Spider-Man. Yeah. Tell us we'll your favorite Spider-Man. Whether it's, whether it's a cartoon Spider-Man, whether it's a uh, one Tony of these Tom three. The other guy. Andrew. <laughs> yeah. Or um, whatever. Yeah. I just... I'm just so happy that we got to talk about this and thank you so much. I hope the file doesn't get corrupted. I always get scared that that's going to happen, but I never say anything. I shouldn't have fucking said anything. What do you mean it's going to get corrupted? (laughs) Like what, what if I stop recording and then it doesn't actually create the the files? Oh God. (laughs) That would suck. But thank y'all so much. And we'll see you around town. Motherfucker.